Do you like exclusive stuff? Yes, yes sir. sir. Do you like having access to your favourite podcast hosts in a way like never before? Yeah, absolutely. Do you wish you had access to our old Survivor Oz episodes that you can't find anywhere else online? Oh, yeah. If you answered yes to one, two or all of those questions, then get excited because the Oz Network is now on Patreon. <laughs> That's right, your favourite podcast has jumped on the Patreon bandwagon to enable a better listening experience for you, our listener. For more details, simply head to www.patreon.com forward slash oznetwork where you can sign up for as little as $3 a month. It'll be the best decision you make since that last bad one you made. You're listening to the Oz TV podcast only on the Oz Network. It is the Oz Network coming to you once again for another episode of Licking a Sharpie. I mean, Lost. Um, this is Lost, your favourite show that isn't the other ones that we do. Uh, we are into the final season still. We haven't just decided to give up on this and go back to season one of Lost, Redux. Uh, we are up to episode seven, Dr. Linus, I presume. Uh, I feel like that's what it should be called. It sounds better. Uh, first aired on the 9th of March, 2010. It was written by Edward Kitsis and Adam Horowitz, directed by Mario Van Peebles. Peebles or Pebbles? Whatever the name, it's a stupid name, but whatever, that's his name. Who, whoever it is, uh, and he we... rocks. <laughs> and he's all, hey, I'm Mario. He's also a plumber and he wears a and red And he's hat. also pretty stoned. Yeah. <laughs> and he likes vans. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> we're going to talk about Ben this week. My favourite person to talk about. And um, other things. And in an interesting episode. Uh, my name is Ben and Jacob touched me. And uh, my name is Noah, and Ben is the only one who who I will have. Yep, um, that's pretty solid for pickles. We butchered that. It was supposed to be I'm the only one who Ben will have. Can <laughs> we pickles. do it again? No. No. Uh, well, we can do it it's again. Late. I worked a lot today. That's different. Um, this I I actually oh, enjoyed I this episode. I actually enjoyed this episode. Am I going to get a roll? I roll straight away. Oh God, Ben. Um, I don't know, just I'm glad we've got a Ben episode. Um, Michael Emerson, Michael Emerson, that's his name this week, uh, is pretty amazing. Oh, we're really dropping the ball this week. You can't have to tell it's been a while since we've recorded. Um, I think that there's some great music this week. Um, What's-a-face nearly gets shot, which is good. Um, Jack has a moment with Richard, which is, like, a bit badass, but he's our hero. <laughs> I don't know. This episode's good. I like it. It's it's enjoyable. It goes by pretty quickly. And it's Michael Emerson, so what's not to like? Put him in more things. Yeah, well, I can agree with that. I don't dislike this episode, uh, but it's definitely the worst of the Ben episodes, of the four different Ben ones. Like We've had like the amazing The Man Behind the Curtain and The Shape of Things to Come and Ben Under, under the Temple with the... Ghost Alex and everything. Now we get teacher Ben. Um, <laughs> Aww. It, it, it's an improvement on the episodes we've just had, but it's still not great. Uh, may, maybe it's because I am a teacher, but it's, I don't need to see teacher Ben. It's fun for a scene, but it's it's kind of cringy, and I feel like we're watching an 
80s like light-hearted comedy movie like do you not just get 80s vibe from this and, what's wrong with um, that what's what is he being in a well, we're not in the 80s, comedy we're in the afterlife uh it's well, been ben, the afterlife was the 80s <laughs> uh but yeah there, there i mean there's one moment in here which probably will make out our top five i imagine um I don't, I don't know. Uh, were you getting creepy vibes from Ben and with all yes. the Alex stuff this week? Yes. Like, I, I, this 100% like, was, yeah. Like, but I, you know, all, in all fairness, I, I think I might be the only one who feels bad for Principal Red. In, in all we'll fairness, I kind of, I always thought it was more Alex who was creepy to Ben because I feel like Ben plays it off. But like at the same time, I'm thinking like, is it, what are they implying here? <laughs> The different the difference is yeah. is that if it was a different bed in those shoes, it'd probably be a different vibe. Um, but, um, <laughs> yep. Yeah, um, let's just be thankful it was Michael Emerson. Yes, because that man is a saint, and uh, he he wouldn't do anything, mind you. By the time no, this is released, he's, he's probably been me tooed, um, and then we're gonna be like, oh god, not Michael Emerson. Oh come on, Michael Emerson, he would be the one getting me tooed. He would not be the me tooer. Come True. On. Do you think Michael Emerson would slap someone for telling a joke or would he be slapped for telling a joke? Slapped. He'd be slapped. That man yeah. looks like he's been slapped. Yeah. <laughs> it's on his profile. Michael Emerson, yes, I've been slapped. That's if you've seen tell all. I'd slap Michael Emerson. I would. I'd be like, oh, Michael, how you doing? Slap. <laughs> With his permission, I, I would do it. Yes, with consent. Slapping with consent, the Michael Emerson story. Um, that's that's very true. Um, so should we get Ben in the 80s teaching uh, out of the way? <laughs> yes. I kind of feel that, I mean, famous last words on anything we ever do on this show, but like, I feel they're spread out enough and there's not enough meat to some of these that these shouldn't take long, but people downloading this, seeing the timestamp, will know if we're telling the truth or not. Um, so... Ben's teaching, um, and he starts talking about an island. And like, ooh, Ben's talking like, he's, is he on the island? And no, he's talking about Elba Island. Is this Idris Elba Island? Uh, <laughs> didn't know it was a thing. Um, <laughs> it's where future James Bond grow up. <laughs> it's, it's not, but there's an idea for Idris Elba. He's cashing in on this. Yeah, I know, right? Misses out in Bond. He's like, oh, bugger. Well, at least I've got my own island. Um, <laughs> I don't know what Elba Island is, but obviously I didn't do uh, mm-hmm. European history, so I can't tell you no. what that is. Um, you didn't? No, I barely did any history. <laughs> ben, <laughs> there's things you shouldn't say. Really? Why? Um, so he's, he's, ta- he's teaching Napoleon and talking about how he faced his greatest test his loss of power. So, ooh, subtle references yeah. to Ben. Um, and then we meet Principal Reynolds, who I at first thought was the um, the the Marshall guy with Kate. I'm like, is that that guy? I'm like, no, <laughs> it's not. But this guy's off something, isn't he? This guy's yeah, familiar. William Atherton. William oh, Atherton. The. Uh, best known for playing. Mo- mo- uh, what? Die Hard and... Die Hard and Die Hard he play, 2. He played Die Hard in Die Hard. Uh, he, he played Dick wrong. in Die Hard. 
<laughs> well, he's playing Dick in Lost. Um, so now, now oh, I don't remember him from Die Hard, and apparently Ghostbusters, and I don't remember him from Ghostbusters, and I don't remember him from the Pelican Brief either. <laughs> oh, when are we covering the Pelican Brief? It's been too long. <laughs> Is that Julia Roberts? Isn't uh, that the Pelican? He Brief? does look familiar though. So um, yeah. Now that you mentioned, I don't Die remember Hard. Dick in Die Hard. But now that you mentioned Die Hard, is he the cop? Kind of, one of the cops? Isn't he like? Doesn't he have something he to do with Holly? Like within Bruce Willis's like wife? Isn't he like one of the office workers? I feel no. Dick and Holly. Dick and <laughs> Dick and Holly and Dick. <laughs> All right, I feel like uh, I'm gonna like. It's I don't been know. too long since. Yeah. If I Google Die Hard Dick, I feel like that's going to come up with bad things. Oh, Oh, he's the reporter. Yeah. Dick Thornburg is an arrogant, irresponsible reporter who caused significant trouble for John McClane and his wife, Holly. Um, So, yeah, there's something to do with that. Oh, he is the dick in Die Hard. Yeah. So, um, I don't know if I hold that up to the camera if you can see who that is. But, yeah, that's him in Die Hard. So... Yeah, okay. Principal Reynolds to me. Yeah, well, <laughs> although there's a meme of... So, you, so it is the 80s. See, can you see that? Die Hard, it's a body in a morgue with an erection. <laughs> it's a meme. There you go. Um, yeah, so he's getting Ghostbusters as well. Never heard of, never heard of Elba? Laughs. Memes with erections. <laughs> well done, steak, and goes to see Deborah messing on Broadway. <laughs> Wonders why he gets egg at a Korean barbecue restaurant. Mmm, <laughs> egg. <laughs> but anyway, so we meet Dick, um, and he's all like, Ben, all like, you need to ben. stay back and look after detention. And Ben's like, no, I've got history class. And he's like, no, budget cuts, Mr. Linus. Uh, or just I'm lies. really sorry to butt in, but there's one thing I wanted to talk about slash ask you as a teacher. Uh, you're not a teacher, but... Um, oh, thank God for that. Well, you teach people you, you teach people what not to do sometimes. Exactly. But, yeah. um, I'm a life teacher. Don't do this. The whole uh, bell ringing thing in movies with, like, the students. Now, is this an American thing or is this just a movie thing? Because I'm pretty sure you're going to say the same thing in Australia. You would never leave yeah, the room never. when the bell rang. Until and as dismissed. a teacher, there's no way my, my some of my students try and do that. And I was like, no, sit down and you can yeah. leave when I can tell you you can leave. Um, I'm just thinking in high school, we didn't even have a bell. We had a, an announcement. Like you would literally just have like somebody come over to speak and go, morning announcement, um, lunchtime announcement, afternoon announcement. It would kind of like crackle. And you're like, yes. And then you'd start packing your books up and the teacher's like, no, no, don't put your books away yet. Don't do it. And you're like, ah. Um, I've been to school once in the States and I was at an assembly, but I kind of, I guess, dated a teacher and I remember asking her and she said, yeah, pretty much. Like we a don't bell. tell people about that period uh, of our life. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Um, <laughs> just, I, I, I dated a human being who happened to know about schools. Um, <laughs> but I remember her saying, I think I asked her that question and she's like, basically, yeah, the bell goes and in America you can just go. So, yeah, it's, oh, wow. I think, I think. I, yeah. I no, let my sure students get out. 
Yeah, I, I think even unless if it wasn't, unless, unless it's lunchtime for me too, then I'll yeah, <laughs> you're you're out the door. It's you, you're the you're off. The teachers, I said, do we have any homework? I don't care. See you tomorrow. <laughs> That's why I couldn't be a teacher because I'm that person. I'm the nine to five person. It's like five o'clock rocks up, boom, my shift's over. I'm leaving. <laughs> That's why I like I'm the worst journalist. It's like, ah, uh, Ben, there's been an explosion. I don't care. Put the next person on and I'm off. <laughs> Go away. That's the reason why you can't be a teacher. Yeah, that's the only reason. Absolutely. That's um, the reason. I, li- I like Ben here when he's like, what does he call him? Like Linus. He's like, it's Dr. Linus, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah. God, what a pain to work with. He would just, I'm feeling like it's... um. Austin Powers, Doctor Evil. Actually, I didn't spend ten years at freaking Doctor Medicine School for nothing. For Evil Medicine School for nothing. Um, uh, so I like. We're in the teachers' lounge, and we got um, Arts is back. Here he is. Um, he's the Oz Network's Arts. Uh, <laughs> Love some And is this the longest he's ever in an episode? I feel like he's in this episode almost more than when he got blown up. Maybe. He's, he's in it for a while, um, and he's complaining about formaldehyde stains on his shirt. Yeah, I'm sure that's what it is. Um, and then we sort of hear them going on about like, ah, oh, I don't want to be teaching detention, stupid budget cuts. And he's all like, oh, I've got lab equipment from the 50s. This is bullshit. Um, and then he's old gummy Joe just eavesdropping in, um, and he's all like, well, you should run for principal. It's like, who would listen to me? And he's like, I would. And it's like, ah. Oh. Bonding. Look it's at him go. Which cause, cause he's really some, the cause of all this trouble. I because there's definitely another episode around this, isn't there? Because I always remember the one where he gets hit by a car. Like, is it, doesn't he get hit by a yeah. car? Yeah. Um, yeah. So do you not, not remember episode. who hit him with the car? I sort of do. Uh, <laughs> so well, we'll wait. We'll wait for that episode. No spoiler alert. Uh, he gets paralyzed too. Um, so. Uh, good old Gummy Joe, yeah, as you said, he's a catalyst basically for Ben staging a coup. So then Ben's at home and we've got old Daddy Ben. Uh, Roger's back. Roger Workman, here he is. Um, just Old chilling. makeup for 2010. Yeah, I, I like it. I, I kind of like this scene. It's kind of like nice having Ben with his dad. And then he's sort of going on about um, how like he's having... <laughs> this, is, this is what I imagine teachers are like when they're at home. Like, oh, I had to hang out with these degenerates today. I'm better than these kids. <laughs> it's like, I have oh, like a triple well, degree. In, no comment. <laughs> I have a triple degree in this and I'm looking after like bums who are smoking at school. Um, and no comment. I kind of like here how, we, okay, I don't know if I like it or not because we get this reference to the island where Roger's like, oh, I took us to the Dharma Initiative. And if only we had stayed, how much better would have our lives been? And it's kind of like, I don't know if I like that or if that's cheesy. Like, I don't know how I feel about that. How do you feel about that? Well, didn't we see in the opening episode that the island's underwater? So at some mm. point between them leaving, <laughs> I don't know if their life would be better. Um, yeah. <laughs> be yeah I, 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 uh, it's like in Ben's afterlife, which... We should point out the idea that Ben even gets to come to the afterlife while yes. Michael gets <laughs> abandoned on the island forever is ridiculous. Racist. Uh, this literally yeah, racist afterlife because this is literally one of the most sadistic man, men in the world, Ben Lyman, um, responsible for many deaths. Uh, but the idea that in his 
my afterlife, he leaves the island. I, 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 it works with the oceanic guys because the whole thing with the bomb was, oh, did it crash? We're stopping the plane. But for the characters like Ben, it's just a bit like a bit shoehorned. But I do Which, like this scene. But, but I mean, this is the beauty of Ben. What a, what a sentence. Um, <laughs> that's my autobiography. The beauty of Ben. Uh, it's a picture with me and a well done steak next to Deborah Messing. Um, I, like, you meant to hate this guy, but like this episode, you just feel nothing but sorry for him. Like, again, we've talked about this a lot with some of the stuff with him, but I mean, I don't know, like, how are we feeling sorry for this guy when he's having this impassioned speech about like, oh, you know, for I, I've got no one else to go to. And it's like, dude, you just fucking murdered a guy and then you've murdered how many other people and you've done this and you've done that. And it's like, but I feel so sorry for you. Like, oh, Ben, give me a cuddle, Michael Emerson. Like, it's just, it's just... Yeah, that's Michael Emerson. The beauty of Ben. Uh, <laughs> I just want to keep saying it. Um, but this is where things start to get a little bit creepy because do any of your students know where you live? <laughs> this is the, like... I watched this episode the day after getting home from work and I'm a teacher. So I'm like, the idea that a student would know where I live is literally, I couldn't think of a worst possible thing. And this is just where it starts to get creepy because at what point did he give out his address to to Alex? And I, I've seen like students in my neighbourhood before because, you know, Korea, the schools are based in the neighbourhood and everyone lives in that neighbourhood. And I've like dodged and like waited and like <laughs> ran around corners. And, like, I don't want them to see what house I'm going into. She's like, Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was the moment watching this today, and I'm like, no, everything about this is awful. Like, either she asked for his address, which is weird, or he gave out his address. And I can tell you right now, I'm not giving any student my address. And if they made a cold call on my door, I would not be happy. It's like if this was a small town, you know, like a town of like, you know, 500 people like and they they specifically imply that then sure you probably know where the teacher lives if you're the only teacher in the, the town um but in california here yeah well like i i remember as a kid i think like oh <laughs> great way for me to start i think we found like the phone number of one of our teachers and it was like oh we found like mr such and such's number um and then i had a teacher who she was my favorite teacher in primary school and she went away, like she got married and then she went on a honeymoon and she wanted to send me a postcard. So she like knew my address and sent me a postcard. Um, so, you know, that's as whatever as I ever had, but like, I, like I've had my favorite teachers. I had a, a teacher in high school, or like, you know, I was in an all boys high school where you've got like the very attractive art teacher. I'm sure all, we'd all like to have known her. Address. Where is this going? But, like, we never, like, you know, I don't know, would show up on a door. That's, that's a lawsuit waiting to happen. I guess, the other, you know, to defend this, oh, it's a girl showing up to a guy. If this was the other way around, if it was, like, a guy showing up to, like, oh, no, that's creepy. But but even, poor, like, but I, lo- I love the way that Ben, like, it's just, like, thing. it's like, oh, Alex, hello. It's not like, how did you get my address? What are you doing here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, what's your mother? What's going on here? Yeah, this, I I do have some of my old high school teachers on Facebook, but that was like after leaving, and it's it's oh. like Facebook land. But 
I do remember like three years ago, uh, some of my students were doing presentations. So they had to go up and get onto the computer to put it on the, what do you call It's not called a smart board anymore. Just projector. I know, I had uh, chalkboards when I was at school. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> we had smart boards, but they didn't stick around. That was like a four-year class. We had dumb boards. We're not, um, I'm not that young. <laughs> Barely had TV uh, in our but, classrooms. <laughs> like, well, yeah, they all wheeled in the TV kind of oh, thing. Um, that was a good day. <laughs> now I can just chuck YouTube on. It's great. Shut up. Watch this. Um <laughs> But I said, oh, so-and-so, blah, 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 come up. It was kind of a chill sort of day. So students were talking to each other, hanging out, whatever, and like, okay, put your presentation on and we'll start in five minutes. And I turn around, they've got my social media up on the screen. There are pictures of me drinking beers. And, <laughs> and I'm like working co-teacher with a Korean supervisor teacher. Like, they were supposed to be in the room and I was lucky break that the Korean supervisor was not in the room at the time but I'm putting my social media all up on the board going through pictures and everything like they did plot your OnlyFans my privacy settings well (laughs) that that came next Um, I reassessed my privacy settings after that the episodes of the Oz Network where we Uh call you racist every five minutes like oh fuck shit I would say about two or three or four each year students try and add me on Instagram <laughs> and I just don't accept it. The, the only mean, time I ever nice had like people. A, an awkward like out of school moment with a teacher was um, when I turned 18 and we used to like, you know, you turn 18, you start going out and um, I, I, my very close friends were uh, and still are uh, gay, so we'd go to Flamingos, the gay bar in Hobart. And um, I remember going there once, and then one of the teachers from high school was there with her partner, and we're like, "Ah, so the rumors are true? Cool, good for you." Uh, <laughs> and it was like, kind of, she looked at us awkwardly because the other teacher was a teacher that went to our school as well, and then she all of a sudden went to a different school, and was like, "Oh, why did they change school? That's weird." That was why. Um, and she just was like, oh, shit, somebody saw me. And I think she left. And we were just like, no, stay. Like, congratulations. Like, good on you. And it's like, oh, yeah. okay. What is uh, she expecting? Yeah. It's like, everyone knew, miss. Like, I mean, it wasn't exactly kind of hidden. But, like, yeah, good for you being out. So that's the only time I think I've ever, um, yeah. And it was more awkward for her than me. But, yeah, you know, cool. Um, but anyway, Alex... Don't show, up. Don't show up at your teacher's doorstep. That's no. <laughs> Leave him alone. We work, we work long enough. Like, deal with you enough. Like, don't be showing up after work. See, this is why if I could never be a teacher because I'm just like, eh, show up at my door. I don't mind. Uh- <laughs> All right, let me have my four hours after work before I have to if, go if, back again. If, if Alex was my student, show up at my door. It's fine. Uh- <laughs> it's like later when he's talking about like, History club. Oh, we're missing out on history club. It's like if we can pay for extra history club. That's like the idea that he set this up and volunteered to do this, like in his spare hours. Like I'm sure you had teachers I'm that bad, you liked. I'm a bad teacher. Like I had um in college, I had a teacher who I loved, and I would talk to him a lot. Like, and then in high school, my French teacher. She was also my grade supervisor. So we used to have, um, you could stay back after school for an hour and like they would leave the computer room open, you know, because then I didn't have the internet at home at that point. So I'm like, yeah, I'm going to stay back and use the internet for an hour. 
Um, and she would be like the supervisor of like, you know, and a lot of the times, like I would be on the computer for half an hour and then I would just chat to her for like half an hour. Cause like, uh, you know, we talked about sport and stuff. So like you've had teachers you get along with, but I wouldn't show up to a house. Uh, <laughs> like, hi, Miss Gazzoni. Can I just come to your house and talk about soccer? <laughs> like, bit creepy. Um, but anyway, Alex shows up at the door. I'm down for that. Um, and she's just basically like, where were you at history club? I mean, it's, it's not even a case of like, like, okay. I can think of a few reasons why a student's going to show up at a teacher's house after hours. Not for those. Don't quote me on that. But like if she, when she's talking about creepy principal Reynolds, if principal Reynolds was like creepy to her and she's like gone after hours off school grounds to be like, Hey, Dr. Linus, he touched me inappropriately. What do I do? That's when you, okay, fair enough. Safe space. Um, you know, I, I don't know. Like I'm leaving tomorrow. My parents are war criminals. And before I go, I want to say goodbye. You're my most inspirational teacher. Um, or like, oh, you and your wife are celebrating your 50th anniversary. I bought you a cabbage. I don't know. Like, there you go. That's <laughs> traditional 50th wedding anniversary gift. I think, I don't know. I lasted eight, 80 days. So I, I don't know what they give, but the point is, a few the reasons why. Cabbage for 80 days, I think. <laughs> uh, you, get, you get a piece of shit for that. Um, but, like, to show up to say, where were you in history class today? Um, <laughs> like, what? Um, but, like, do you think Ben is just naive or do you think Ben is just playing? Because, like, I, I feel like, I feel I like feel Ben's like- Colin because, like, if somebody's flirting with Colin, no. Colin doesn't know. Like, Colin doesn't understand a, a hot girl flirting with him. He's just so naive, right? So, like, this is what I feel Does Ben's it happen like. often? It happened once and he got married to her. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> congratulations on your 11 years of marriage, Jamie and Colin. Um, yeah, here's a cabbage. He's a <laughs> no, you get a lettuce for 11 years. They go upmarket. Um, but, like, do you just feel Ben's being naive? Because, like... I feel it's, it's very much Alex is a bit inappropriate because she shows up to his door the next morning when it's at 7am, he, she like pulls his cha- her chair next to Ben. Like, you know, it's, I think it's Alex here, but I don't know. Like it's, it's, I mean, like, it's a sweet I, scene. I, because- that's why I need, I, I need to know, did she ask for the address or did he give the address? I need, I need these answers. I think she asked Lost for it. never I answers think, the question. I think the thing that, like, it's creepy, but I never fully get that Ben's creepy. Like, oh, I love hearing that sentence. Can I say that again? I, I, I mean, I don't think it's meant to be creepy on either side, but it does come across as creepy. And I, I really think of the stupidest things because I, I was thinking, hey, he said bring the coffee, but she didn't ask how he takes his coffee. Well, they know, you know. Actually, can we just point out the obvious oh, creepy yeah, thing we're filling in the We're filling in the clues here. She knows his coffee order. Oh. The the obvious creepy thing here that we're not even addressing, it's not the fact they're teacher and student. They're meant to be father and daughter. <laughs> like, <laughs> in the afterlife, incest is okay. Um, it's fine. Tasmanians. <laughs> when Roger says, oh, who's at the door? It's just one of my students. Yeah, exactly. I, I, would, I would honestly always expect Roger to show up and be like, I hey, who's this bit? An island. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, Alex is all like, because I should mention um, Principal Reynolds is all like, oh, history class, what, five people? You're only doing it for you, Ben. Yeah, clearly, because you want all the hot students there, Ben. Um, but- I, mean, I mean, Reynolds to the point, like, we know that Ben is doing this for himself. Come on. Which, but like, 
this whole thing is meant to be, you know, Ben's feeling guilty for the death of Alex. So, like, in the afterlife, he's got a chance to, like, protect her and, you know, look out for her. And ultimately, he's going to choose her over, like, power. And it's kind of nice. But it's, like, you know, Ben goes out of his way here. Like, you talk about being a teacher. If I'm a teacher, I'm not fucking showing up at 7 o'clock in the morning to help a student. I'm like, fuck, bitch, like, do your own fucking work. Are you dumb? Why are you in a history club? Like, I'm not doing outside work. My alarm isn't even set for 7 o'clock. <laughs> I mean, right now I got up this morning. I got up like 20 past 7 to record this, not 7. Um, but it, you know, like, I'm like, fuck that. And as a student, I'm not showing up at 7 to do extra homework. I Like, I was that student at uni who got my degree by like, oh, my assignment's due tomorrow. Better start it. Um, like, that's what I did. All my friends like, oh, I'm going to the library. I'm going to study for my exam in like two months. I'm like, fuck that. I'll do it the night before. <laughs> this is where like uh when she's talking about oh my god i'm, I'm gonna fail or want it's like now i'm being what i'm what maybe 10 years out of school at this point not counting uni like yeah it really doesn't matter all of those tests so and young. all the like, Ten I agree years with out ben, of school like, not uni jesus christ <laughs> and, like all this like stress you have over those it's like none of it even matters like here we are you're Sitting in the Caribbean, New York, and I'm in Korea teaching English, and none of We've those made it. tests matter. So. We've made it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if I did study harder on my history test, I would be someone. Um, I just want to point out that uh, it's been nearly 20 years since I went to school. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've had more time to make it, so I've got time. It's taken me 20 years to make it to Caribbean, New York. It's been a stretch, but here I am. <laughs> you've done it. <laughs> Can I actually point out, side tangent, um, I'm sort of, you know, listen to 007. I've been reading the Bond novels, so I'm still like halfway through Live and Let Die. And because all us, all us readers know that the first half of that's like set in New York. And I was reading that on the plane over here. And, like, you know, been to New York before. So, some of the places I kind of like, oh, yeah, I think I know where there's there. Now that I've been here for, like, nearly two months, literally, like, when they're talking about, like, oh, and Bond and Solitaire had to catch a train at Penn Station on this street. I'm like, yeah, I was there yesterday. <laughs> like, and then, so, I go to Penn Station all the time. So, now I read that. I'm like, oh, Penn Station. I know that well. <laughs> Help me and all the other listeners if, there's any scenes set in New York for the rest of this show, so we have to hear. Well, was that New York? Not look like New York at all. Well, I think the the only New York stuff we've ever had Penn is like Walt, like walking opposite like, the street, wasn't it recently? Um, was thank that, God we already got through that. Bit. Yeah, we did. Yes, um, I don't think we've got any other New York stuff to come, do we? So we're safe. Um, Doesn't exist in the afterlife. So basically, Alex is all like, hey, cool. I'm Okay, another nitpick. How the fuck is she getting to Yale if she has to go to history class and need help? Like, this is one thing I don't understand. She's like, oh, this test is so important. My entire life hinges on it. If only I could get a letter from somebody from Yale. It's like, if you've got, if you're at a situation where you need to do a test in high school that your entire life hinges on that one test... Does a letter from Yale, a guy at Yale, really help? Like, a Yale just like, oh, you better pass your grade 10 midterm exam. But if you got a letter from somebody who went to Yale, you're fine. Yeah. Like, was I the only one getting incredibly bored when he was reading out the questions and thinking, thank Christ I'm not at school anymore? I I, I I don't dislike history, but that like in what dates did the problem? I'm like, oh, my God, it's just bringing back all these horrible flashbacks. 
I, I, I hated I hated them when I was at school. Not like thinking, oh god, I wish I wasn't at school anymore. When I was at school, I'm like, oh, I wish I wasn't at school right now. <laughs> like this one plus one. Oh, it's too hard. Can't do it. <laughs> How to eat your oh, steak? Oh, I don't know. I'll make it up. <laughs> I, I didn't even have a bad time at school, and I'm not looking at the school with any rose tinted. Like, oh my god, I'm so glad I'm not there anymore. But I still work at one. Yeah, you say as a teacher. Um, so, but that yeah, this your episode was not a good one to watch after nine hours of working. At yeah. the <laughs> Fuck children. That's maybe why um, I'm coming across as kind of negative. It's kind of hitting a a spot. Um, Ben is like, oh, I wasn't at a history club because I had to do detention. Alex is like, no. And then Ben's like, meet me at seven o'clock in the library. Uh, so, okay. This is where um, I wish we got to see the detention and we could have brought more characters back, like Boone's in detention and like maybe Ethan's there and Goodwin. And how Mr. old are Brandy Boone? Is maybe in detention. Like how old are they? Like if they're in detention. <laughs> Well, remember, Ethan is way younger than he looks, so he true, could be in high Richard, I mean, he's probably only like 12. <laughs> um, like, uh, yeah, all the char- bad characters in detention would have been good. Kimi. What library is open at 7 o'clock at school, by the way? Like, I don't know the earliest I ever went into school. Like, I think Mine. my high school might have, like, the library opened, like, an hour before school. But, like, school started at 9, so, like, it opened at 8. Um, cause I vaguely remember going to like a library early and I think at uni, like the didn't, um, what was it? Morris Miller library. Was that the uni at UTAS? Um, God, Lazenby's remember late. Why did we never pick up on like Lazenby's being a thing when we were at uni? Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. Terrible uh. cafe. Yeah. Boycott Lazenby's. <laughs> <laughs> let's forget about the Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like ten dollars for a coffee that I could have like made my instant roast. They all coffee. Yeah. Um, so anyway, they're at this library, and it's, it's not just Ben and Alex at this library. There's other students walking around at seven o'clock, like Jesus. Um, but I love like. Yes. Did you ever study like this? Because like you always see this in movies and TV shows where they're quizzing each other. Like, what's the thing? Oh, come on, Alex, you know this. Like, I never ever did this in my entire schooling life. I don't know if this is an American thing or it's just a movie thing. I never did this. Did you do this? No, I think it's a you and me being bad students. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I know I people have... that did this, but I was not one of them. I remember maybe three times having like a study group where we actually studied. And there was one time I did it because I had the hots of this girl. And she was like, oh, I'm going to the library to study. But like, yeah, okay, I'll do it. Uh, <laughs> like it was, yep, yep, I'm studying. I'm a big studier. And then she mm-hmm. heard your answers and that was the end of it. <laughs> that was the end of it. Elba, uh, what's Elba? <laughs> yeah. Is that Idris Elba? <laughs> it's well ben. done. That's a level of stake. Um, but anyway, so she's answering <laughs> these questions. And then this is where we find out about the whole like, Oh my God, my whole life depends on this test. This is what I want Ben to be like, you're being such a teenager, Alex. Your life does not depend on this. Um, then she wants a letter from, wants a letter Who from are Yale. you, Deborah Messing? <laughs> I'll let you know after Thursday when I see how good she is on Broadway. Um, <laughs> basically, it all comes down to her dropping a line of like, oh, I need a letter from somebody from Yale and I can only get that from creepy Principal Reynolds. It's like, what do you mean? Has he done something to you, Alex? Oh, no. Can I tell you something? Yeah, this episode got dark. 
to then she like but like i love how she has to like like get next to ben and all like you know like so i went to the nurse's station and i was sick and i fell asleep and i woke up and him and the nurse were doing it <laughs> it's like but i love one thing I, I like from Ben in this episode, and maybe they do this a little bit more to make it not so creepy, is like Ben is he's definitely Colin in this episode because he literally seems grossed out by sex, not only in the afterlife, but on the island, you know, because he sees like a porn magazine. Ugh, why would people bring this? Um, so, but you've got Ben, the, the cogs are turning in the head, like, you know, he can use this against him. And Alex's like, you can't tell anyone. A promise is a promise, right? It's like a promise is a promise, Alex. Um, so it's I like, just want to make a, a very slight defense to it. I feel a bit bad for Principal Reynolds now. What, I'm he's not cheating on his wife uh, and fucking a nurse no, at school? No, 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 <laughs> no. I'm not defending on cheating in cheating, but if people do that, that's I mean, that's up to them. And I'm not defending on the school grounds. That's really bad. That's really bad. But it's like it's. The school grounds thing, okay, you've got grounds there, Ben, but just mind your own business. Like, I'm getting involved in... If people cheat, then I don't think that's a good thing, but I'm not getting involved in that. Like, and Ben is blackmailing him. It's like, it's your business. Okay, the school on the school ground. The poor nurse, like, where, where, where does she fit into this picture too? Like, does she get fired because of this too? And... I'm not. I'm not full defending. I'm not a full uh, Principal Reynolds supporter. But I feel a bit bad for him. It's like mind your own business. I don't screw that guy. Uh, no, <laughs> Team Ben. No. You, you don't like Dick. Uh, well, I don't like Dick. Um, but uh, I've never had it. Um, but uh, <laughs> but you're still seeing Deborah Messing on Broadway. <laughs> Touche. Um, I still listen to Madonna and eat my steak. Well done. Um, honestly, I don't know if that's a reputation I of like like people who like dick, but um, I'm not saying if you like dick, you automatically have to stop, stop, Ben. But, um, I like, I, I'm totally with Ben here because like, not only has he got a great name living up to his reputation, but like, I'm that type of person. If I can like extort power off someone, like if, if tomorrow I found out that Rob Sestanino was sleeping with the nurse and I could like have his podcast, I'm fucking doing it. <laughs> I mean, where does the nurse come into this? Cause principal Reynolds gets to keep his job. Like what happens to the nurse? Who cares? She like, knows he's if married. The nurse, <laughs> if the nurse is single, is she off the hook here? Minus the school grounds thing. Okay, but again, if, if she knows he's married, she's just as bad. She should stop it. Simple. Well, that was the <laughs> question. It's an ethical, moral question. I, I, I don't know, Noah. Like, when you eventually meet a girl and have sex, um, if she says to you, I'm married, <laughs> you tell me how you feel in that situation. Are you thinking with your dick or are you thinking with your brain? Um, you know... <laughs> I'm not, I just, I, I wanted to know where you stood. <laughs> you know where I stood. Innocent. You don't need to ask me this question. <laughs> no, actually, in hindsight, that was, uh, that was wrong of me to ask. But this, I didn't is a, think. this is a debate you don't have with someone like me right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I actually didn't think about that. And I'm actually quite sorry. That was, you should be, uh, not very tactful. You should be. I'm going to show up my teacher's door I right actually, now. I wasn't thinking, so you can edit I'm surprised, that. I'm surprised you're not sitting here on edit point, edit point. Um, 
no, because if I do that, you won't have the about. But now I'm giving no, you it's the, fine. It's fine. The it's fine. We'll keep it in. Ben's right. trauma is hilarious. Um, <laughs> speaking I, of ben, I really did not even think. It's been a long of, day. I'm sorry. Moving on. Speaking, speaking of Ben, uh, he's going to Doctor Arts, and basically, I, I kind of like this. Like, oh would you know how to hack into someone's computer? Like, you know computers. I love Dr. Arts. Well, you wouldn't be asking me if you if you did. Like, I, I like dickish Dr. Arts. Like, there's a level of being a dick, and we're on a lot of dicks in this episode. Um, but I, I oh. love the way... <laughs> Leave it alone, Ben. Uh, <laughs> Deborah Messing's Thursday. Until Deborah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to have that conversation with Deborah. Hi, Deborah. We've been on any dicks today. <laughs> oh, at a point. <laughs> no. <laughs> if we called episodes um, titles, that would be the episode title. Um, but I like dick. <laughs> I was going to say Dr. Hart's dick. No, I like dick. <laughs> We know oh, you I do. do. <laughs> it's a great dick. Deborah <laughs> Messing, birthday on Broadway. <laughs> it's called Birthday Candles, people. Check it out. Um, <laughs> but anyway, Dr. Arts is going to hack into the nurse's emails to prove that she likes Principal Reynolds' dick, basically. Um and then I love Dr. Arthur's play here. It's like, I want, a, I want a better seat at the table. I want a better parking lot. I want the one under, not under the maple tree, next to the maple tree. I don't want that shit under my, on my car, but I want it, you know, and I want better lab equipment, lab equipment that was made this de- uh, decade. I want aprons. Like, why don't you become like the vice principal? That would be me. Like, I'm like, well, I want to be vice principal. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just love that the whole thing takes place over email. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's very Hillary Clinton. It's 2010. Yeah, it's you know it's, it's it's basically that way. So um, Ben, you see Ben going to the principal's office and like, here you go, here are the emails. I want your job. I want you to resign. Say health reasons, and I won't tell your wife. Um, to which then the principal's all like, oh well, I've got this email from Alex, and I know that you two are a thing. So if you do this, I won't write her a glowing recommendation letter. So it's up to you. Like this is the one thing that annoys me about this episode. I'm sorry, but Ben's got all the play here. Ben should literally be like, well, no. How about you include writing that letter for Alex or I still go to the thing? Like, like literally you just flip that around in two seconds and you've still got all the power, Ben. Like, he can't blackmail you at that point. That's, that's true. But then if Ben does release the emails, then the Dick Reynolds is probably not going to write the letter. But but he, he makes him do it like right then and there. He's like, I, I think it was worth a try. It was worth a try. But if he's then still, what if Reynolds thing turns it back on him and just says, "Well, release him." But like I, well, I mean, he could, but he's just a dick. Um, but I don't know. Like I just feel Ben at that point can just be like, "Well, no. How about we include that in the blackmail right now? You write that letter. You're going to do it right now uh, while you're still principal, and I'm going to watch you do it and send it." Uh, and then simple, like you will resign. Yeah. Um, and and if even you if he's like Ben Water. Yeah. The alive Ben Linus would have done that. Exactly. Not the dead one. Not the dead one. But, I mean, do you like at least this kind of Sophie's Choice style thing? Because you're thinking like, okay, we know what Ben's going to do here because Ben's an evil dick. And then I kind of like what you're going to see in a moment when he goes to the principal's office and you think he's like being Ben, um, but he's obviously done the different choice. I don't know. I kind of like it. I like how they play this. 
Yeah, it's it's like Ben's redemption thing, but it still just reeks of that sort of eighties comedy movies sort of the whole thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess it's the nice parallel of this time he did the right thing. Um, Alex into Yale and isn't going to become the new man in charge, but yeah, it's all just a bit cringy. I mean, it's better than whatever was happening with Saeed last week, but <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like it, but it, it just feels so un-Ben Linus and maybe that's the point, but we're, we're talking about school drama here and Yale and like, it just doesn't feel like the stakes are actually there and I get it's supposed to match with Alex and everything, but it, it just doesn't feel Ben Linus and maybe that's what they're going for. But. I kind of like it. I, I just, I don't know. There's just something about it. Although I still question the, I mean, we get this scene where Ben shows up into the principal's office and like, oh, he's taking the job, but no, Alex shows up. Hey, I got a great letter. Yippee. And then the principal comes in. What are you doing in my office? It's like, oh, here's the detention schedule, which I'm not hosting anymore. Am I principal Reynolds? I'm doing history club. You're right. Oh, <laughs> you scallywag. Off you go. Um, like that's basically what it is. But like, no, again, you're, not. you're still on detention. Yeah. There now. <laughs> like, Alex is all like, yippee, I'm like, I'm going to Yale. It's like, because of one letter? Is that how easy it is to get into an Ivy League school? Like, fuck, I'm here now. I walked past Columbia the other Principal day. Principal Reynolds has got a lot of power. I, like, no I, I the nurse is going after him. I, I met a girl on Tinder. She went to Harvard. Like, I want to go to Harvard. Can I just get her to write me a letter of recommendation? I get to go to Harvard next year? Like, is it that simple? Like, I mean, God, okay. Uh, <laughs> I can write you one if you want Oh, thank you. No, I'd really appreciate that. I can write you one for you, Taz, if you ever want to go there. No, thanks. Uh, no, no one does. <laughs> um, but I, I just I just want to read uh, what Lostpedia says um, here at the end. Um, outside the office, Arts is disappointed to find he won't be getting his desired parking space. So Ben offers him his. Ben watches with pride and satisfaction as Alex leaves the office. Ooh. Satisfaction. Uh, <laughs> that's creepy. He's got an erection. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, Alex is walking past. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I like it. It's like, I get what you're saying. It's 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 a bit like, I think this is always goes into the context that I always say with a lot of these. It's like when you're watching this live and you don't really know what this is, again, I think I like it. Like, it's just, it's kind of cool. Like, it's like, oh, this is interesting. It's the thing. And I guess in hindsight, knowing what happens, yeah, it's probably shit. But um, I don't know. I like it. Michael Emerson is great. There's not a bad thing that Michael Emerson does in this episode, even getting an erection over like a 17 year old, uh, who's actually his daughter. Um, but yeah, I mean, even like the sweet scene, like we, we don't like Roger Workman, Kate's boyfriend, but, um, it's a nice scene with Roger Workman getting a microwave dinner and his oxygen, like <laughs> good for them. Yeah. Uh, anything else to add on this? No, Michael Emerson is great. Uh, still not huge on the flash sideways, but it's better than some of the other ones I've had so far. Shall we keep talking Michael Emerson and go to the on-island Michael Emerson because this is where it's it's really good? Sure. Sure. We'll do the, the Jack Black Rock stuff. That doesn't take long. Um, so uh, we've got Ben running through the jungle um, and he bumps into uh, our gang who we keep i keep forgetting these people are even a thing uh, i don't forget that lapita's son and uh miles are a thing but ugh, alana ugh, ugh, just, ugh, just can't stand her she's just i don't know like i i wouldn't slap her but i would like if will smith walked up to her and slapped her i'm i'm on board 
let's not let's not go down this path. Let's not I want to learn tell a joke about Jada Pinkett Smith. Um, so <laughs> I, I do like classic Ben moment when he like comes running through the jungle, falls over, and it's like, "Where's Saeed?" It's like, "I'm fine, thank you." <laughs> <laughs> I like that moment from Ben. Um, but what does Ben say? Like, oh, I didn't, didn't stop to ask when I saw him kill, like, Dogen and the other guy. And is it Miles? It's like, who's Dogen? <laughs> and it's like, that guy. Um, but um, basically, they're walking through the jungle and then um, Alana makes Miles say, how did Jacob die? Um, so they're, they're walking to the beach, by the way, I should say. Um, so, uh, yeah. And then this is where Alana finds out that Ben killed Jacob. I love how she's just like, this is all that's left of Jacob. Tell me how he died. Um, for some reason, I always think that Miles lies here. I don't know why I just straight away. He's just like, no, nah, Ben killed him, stabbed him. No, <laughs> he's dead. <laughs> and, but like Michael Emerson again, is just so brilliant. We know he's lying. But, like, I just love the way he just automatically goes into, what? I didn't do that. <laughs> like, a lot of desperation this week from Ben. He's, well, in many ways, in the flash forward. Uh, Linus. Flash Linus, Ben Linus. <laughs> well, um, it's kind of almost like a nostalgia trip. We're back at the Oceanic Camp and he's old Ben digging Ooh, around. Um Back, digging around Saeed, uh, Saeed's, uh, Sawyer's uh, library. Is that what Alana says? Like, oh, while you're digging through the library. Um, <laughs> and then I also love how, like, Ben's, like, saying to Alana, like, don't believe the psychic. He tried to bribe me for, like, a couple of million dollars. <laughs> I love <times."> that moment. <laughs> and Alana just walks off. Um, what is the point of sun in this episode? <laughs> what has been the point of sun in the last... 15 episodes. Like, she literally is just all like, how long are we going to be here? I don't know. I want to find my husband. So do I. Why do you want to find my husband? Because your name's on that wall and I don't know which one it is. What do you mean our names? You'll find out if you're the one. Like, why do people speak in, like, trivia? Like, I know the audience is going to be like, ooh, lost has got a loss. We need to, like, kind of just give us an answer straight away. But, like, I want to start speaking like this in real life. I want to go to, like, McDonald's. And it's like, hi, can I take your order, sir? I don't know. Can you take my order? Well, what would you like to eat? You'll find out when I order. Like, it's just like, I mean, speak like that in real life. It doesn't make people get kind angry at you so of, quickly. Kind of dick Alana moment, though, because it's like she's not seen a husband in three years. And, oh, if there's anyone who wants to see Jin, it's me. <laughs> I've been fucking your husband for, three for the last three I'm the nurse. But like, how does how does this conversation end? Because like, this is the end of the scene, right? So it's like, ooh, plot twist. I just literally want them to cut back to this scene where she's like, you'll find out if you're the chosen one. Does son just go, okay. And then put like the tarp out. The son's going to be like, no, tell me. <laughs> really got to work on this tarp. Yeah. And wh- also, what is she doing with this tarp? It's like torn. So later on when Ben's all like, can I have a hand? Like, I know, like she's been doing that for hours. Ben's been digging a grave for like the last eight hours. <laughs> like pick your game up, son. <laughs> like But um <laughs> I, <laughs> And it's like a ripped tarp and she's just yeah, sticking she's, it to a thing. How long was she on the island? She didn't learn a lot. It takes her eight hours to put the tarp up. Still needs help. First, first voted out of Survivor, son. You're shit. Go away. <laughs> You're Wendy. Um, 
<laughs> but I do like the Lapita's Ben moment. Um, and this is where Ben finds porn. It's like, oh, the people, things that people bring to the island. I want them to cut back to him five minutes later in the jungle looking at porn. Flustered off. Oh, shit, sorry. Hello. Um, oh, what is this? <laughs> it's Colin. I've never again. seen things like this before. Why is that woman not wearing clothes? Is that what they look like? Uh, <laughs> but I, lo- I do love Lapita's this little scene. And he's just all like, you know, like, ah, Oceanic, I was meant to be flying that plane. And Ben's like, why weren't you? Oh, I slept in. Can you imagine how li- different my life would be if my alarm got off? I love Ben's like, well, you're on the island. <laughs> and Lapita's like, yeah, well, well played. <laughs> like, it's a nice little moment. Um, and so... <laughs> Alana just shows up and points a gun at Ben. It's like, go! <laughs> it's like, dig your grave! <laughs> and, like, gives him, like, a bamboo thing to... Didn't they have shovels? Like, when they used to dig graves? Like, I feel they used to have shovels. Just use these bamboo things to bury Boone. Oh, Boone's there. <laughs> Boone's under the ground. But, like, this is one of those moments... Where, again, I've never had a gun pointed at me and made to dig my own grave, so I'm guessing you're thinking a certain way. But, like, I'm going to die. I'm dead either way here. I'm just going to be like, no, you're going to kill me anyway. I'm not going to spend the last, like, eight hours of my life digging a grave. Like, no, just shoot me. You dig the grave. Like, you're going to die anyway, so why would you agree to this? I mean, you know, we see him even after that still trying to bar on with Miles. So it, this is Ben Liners here. He's just trying to get out of it. Well, speaking of which, he's bartering with Miles. Miles shows up with some beans and banana. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> was that better than your salad you had for dinner tonight? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Ben's like bribing him again. And I do love Miles here where he's like, why do I want your money? There's like, you know, $8 million worth of diamonds with people called Nicky and Paolo before. Did like... I want to see this scene where Be- uh, Miles is digging up like dead Nicky and Paolo because he's got a diamond at the end of this episode. <laughs> so like, he's a grave digger. Like, just let's ignore that Miles is a grave digger. Shall we? to get a Nicky and Paolo callback. Yeah, where's Boone's callback here? Um, that's what I want. Um, the inhaler. Yeah. <laughs> where's um, where's uh, Mr. Echo's callback here? Um, Joanna. But- <laughs> Her passport photo. Um, and I do like this little moment, though, where kind of um, Ben's sort of talking about why he killed him. He's like, oh, he didn't care about being killed. And Miles is like, no, he did care. Right up to the very end, Jacob wanted to believe he was wrong about you. It's like, ooh, okay. Um, and then old Gummy Joe shows up. Hello, Locke, uh, man in black. <laughs> just these two together, always brilliant. But, like, just... Terry O'Quinn, just, you know, he was brilliant as, like, one scene lock in his wheelchair, like, you should say Jakubed. Here he is. He's just like, what are you doing? Why are you digging a grave? Like, he's just, like, he's just, he's just so good. And it's like, well, why don't you escape? Like, your, your ankle bracelet's off. The gun's in the forest. Off you go. Like, it's just Magic so good. And I, and I love the fact it's like we're leaving the island. You know, you should join us. We need someone to look after the island. Like, of course it's going to be you. Who else would it be? Um, meet me at the Hydra station. Uh, so then we get this chase, bends into the jungle, gets the gun, points in Alana. And this scene, Michael Emerson, Jesus Christ, like every year. And the Emmy goes to Michael Emerson, just, just every year. Just wake up, Michael Emerson, Emmy, simple. 
Um, but he's just so good here and he's just, I want to explain. And like, Alana's like, oh, what do you want to explain? Like, I want to explain why I killed him. And he just goes on this, um, sort of thing about how like, you know, he was there protecting the island and then basically he didn't care. Uh, he, Alex died and it was his fault because he cared about the island and nothing else. Um, that he was angry and confused. He's so angry why he killed Jacob. Um, and that he was about to lose his power. Um, but it, he didn't realize that what mattered the most was that Alex was dead. Um, and then I just, I love this whole moment when he's basically like going like, oh, I'm going to go off with Locke. And Alana's like, why? And it's like, because he's the only one that will have me. Oh, oh, oh. This is where I can really feel the name Ben. I'm like, oh God, they write the character of Ben so well. They get it. They get it very well. <laughs> That's why I'm in the Caribbean area of New York. They, they, they you know, they, they'll have me. Um, the only ones who will have you. The only ones that will have me. Um, and then what is Alana? This is the one Alana moment I like when she's like, I'll have you. Oh. Oh, really? I, oh. oh. Yeah. Is this very, I, is this very Michelle Rodriguez Sawyer, like season two, doing him in the jungle? <laughs> I'll have you. <laughs> makes drops the gun, makes out. <laughs> oh, that's what I saw in that magazine. Uh, <laughs> I dis only we could ruin this moment. Um, oh no! I disagree because this is just a, a, such an amazing moment. This is an Emmy award winning. Like this, you, it's so tragic and. Uh, he's the only one will have me and he breaks down it's, it's so good you think like this is the final season of Lost all of these actors are out of work after this how is this not his audition for all movies after 2010 like this was one of the last scenes with him and he still didn't get the movies <laughs> we have to go back but I, I disagree. Like, this is such an amazing moment, but the Alana stuff, that's what kills it for me. Her acting is, it's like a, a so melodramatic. Like, uh, maybe if she was alongside Deborah Messing, it would work. But, <laughs> like, just having such an A-grade. She's like, not that bad. <laughs> Emmy award-winning Deborah, Deborah Messing. Deborah Come on. Does he Michael Emerson with an Emmy? Uh, Deborah Messing's got one? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> uh like uh it's just like you've got the ultimate a grade tv actor against like days of our lives and oh i'll have you where would you go i'll have you it's just but you still Saeed. like this is gonna... <laughs> well at least she's trying with the accent this year true um, true gotta be a top five moment right when we get to the end of this scene yeah I've written it down. Um, you know, like it's, I mean, again, does that come down to the fact that there's not a lot of uh, <laughs> scenes to go here as well? Uh, just also quickly, I want to correct myself. Uh, Michael Emerson has won two Emmys. Deborah Messing's only won one. Um, so uh, there you go. But Everything's right in the world. How many Deborah Messing, Zulika Robbins? Deborah Messing has uh, been nominated for seven Golden Globe Awards. Uh, and so I don't think she won any though. So um, good for her. How many did Michael Emerson get nominated? I don't think he got nominated for any, did he? Didn't we establish this fact that he didn't get nominated when he should have? Um, he's won two primetime as being nominated for three others. Uh, so he's been nominated for the same amount of Emmys as Deborah Messing. Um, 
<laughs> but Golden Globes, he's only been nominated once. Uh, so, well, seven-time Golden Globe nominee Deborah Messing versus one-time Golden Globe nominee <laughs> well, Michael. There's something wrong with it. That doesn't you sound can't right. Lie with the facts. I'm sorry. I love Deborah Messing, but just something doesn't sound right about that. <laughs> you need to heckle her with that next next Thursday. <laughs> like, I'm going to hold a giant cardboard cut out of Michael Emerson. This man deserved more Golden Globe nominations. Um, but... Like, yeah, like, uh, yeah, I, I, I do agree. Like, I do not like Alana, but I do I do just like that line when she says, like, we'll have you or whatever. So it's kind of nice. Um, and then, yeah, back at the beach, poor old, like, shy Ben helping lazy son. <laughs> Eight hours Dude. later. Oh, finally, someone helped me. No wonder you're just, like, the, the rich wife in rich Korea. Like, I mean... <laughs> You know, like you just you can't put a freaking tarp. I'm shit at like labor jobs, but even I would have that tarp ready. Come on. Um, but the one thing I love in this episode too is we get like the great uh, the score at the end. Just oh god, like it's so good. It makes me tear up a little bit. And then everyone's happy that Jack and the gang is Jack and uh, Hurley and oh, poor old Richard's just on the side there. <laughs> Richard and Ben are just kind of <laughs> watching this going. Awkwardly. Why doesn't anyone hug Richard? I'd hug Richard. <laughs> he's a nice guy. He's handsome. He's a very nice guy. He's very handsome. Um, Such a so- sweet uh, kind of throwback to season one and two, though, when they used to go off on their missions and they would come back to the camp and all reunite. And like, I miss that kind of aspect of loss. So to put a tribute to that in was great, I think. I will just read Lostpedia again. Jack makes a point of moving to look at Ben, who stands aside from the group, looking out of place. Richard is also apart from the group, now totaling eight people. Just want to say that sentence, Ben stands aside from the group, looking out of place. Sounds very familiar. Uh, So that's a sentence that I often hear. Um, It's like... I'd be you on Thursday. I I do like this episode as well, the way like, because like they could end on this, but no, you got to have a twist, which I'll include here because it's basically part of this. You see a submarine like, it's like, oh, what's going on here? And then you see a man like, oh, sir, there's people on the beach. What shall we do? And TV's Alan Dale, Charles Widmore is on the, uh, is on the the submarine and he's basically like, move ahead as planned. So it's like, oh, okay. I just want to point out, Time of releasing this will not match up with the time of recording. But at the time of recording this, um, we've just finished doing season two of 24. So I've just spoken about TV's Alan Dale for the last like eight weeks when he became the president of the United States. So (laughs) good for you, Alan Dale. You're moving up from being evil guy in a submarine to president of the United States. Yeah, exactly. I was I was going to ask you, do you think it would have been better if they either ditched this scene or if they just showed the sub with the periscope and not shown Allendale. I I think it works either way. I think like if you've got the sub, there's your obvious question. Oh, who's in the sub? What's going on? Um, But I kind of like that they show Allendale because it's still, it's, it's sinister still. You're like, Oh my fuck. Like Whitman's there. He's been trying to find the island for how long? And Oh my God, there he is. Um, So I kind of like it. Um, And I kind of, yeah, like, it's kind of a bit of a lost thing, I feel, when they, like, we always joked about the funeral. Uh, yeah, the funerals. Every time there was a funeral, a boat would show up or something bad would happen, right? Like, there'd be a sweet moment and then something bad breaks That's it true. up. So, I kind of like this, like, reunion moment. You're like, oh, it's sweet. you got a bit of a tear in your eye. And then all of a sudden, like, ooh, plot twist. And it's a decent plot twist. It's not what happened. 
Um, it's, <laughs> it's Charles Whitmore. Also, Hurley looks like he gives good hugs. <laughs> you about to say he gives something else on the wall. Where is this going? Um, yeah, no, I agree. That's that's a hugger that right there. Jorge Garcia, you can yeah, hug I me. I want to hug Hurley. If I, if I see him in the streets of New York, I'm giving him a hug. So it's, yeah. yeah. Um, anything else Who's to add, Don? What do you think of the twist? I'm like, yeah, it's fine. Uh, it's just, <laughs> it's uh, fine. I was, because I always think it ends on the periscope. So then um, I was surprised. But yeah, it's like, why not show it now? It's like, it's related to Ben as well. So yeah. Do you ever think there has been a better side actor career as Alan Dale had in the 2000s? This guy was in everything. Like, you think about this. This is a guy from Neighbours. And this isn't even like Kylie Minogue or Jason Donovan Neighbours. This is guy who was somewhat big. And also, by the way, rest in peace, Neighbours. Neighbours, cancelled. Uh, not It's at the end of this year. When, when, no when are they going to bring back Neighbours? Well, they're already talking about trying to do it. But are we going to cover the finale of Neighbours, Noah, the biggest TV show in Australian history? <laughs> Only if Michael Emerson is going to be in it. You know, I legitimately would be tempted just to do a fun episode like when we did uh, Bringing Sexy Back. I'd totally do the finale of Neighbours. <laughs> they bring back Kylie Minogue. I'm on board. But um, anyway, so like you think about Alan Dale. Somehow he ends up like as a pretty major character in Lost. Maybe you would argue lost biggest villain, maybe like him on the man in black, like, you know, the most important villain in all of lost, um, 24 ends up being vice president, turns into president, pretty prominent season two, the OC, probably the biggest villain in all of the OC. I think he was in like ugly Betty, wasn't he? I don't know. I didn't watch that show, but like, I mean, this guy had it all and he basically played the same character in every single show he was in, but somehow we pulled it off and everybody loved him for it. Like where's Alan Dale's Emmy nomination? I can only think of one other one who might rifle him, and that's Gary Sweet. <laughs> oh, you went there. Um, oh, I, oh, God, I told you my Gary Sweet stories, didn't I? I think I did. Yeah, don't tell it on air. Yeah, no, I won't tell it on air, but I have Gary Sweet stories. It's great. Um, but... <laughs> Oh, true. true. Well, well played, Noah. Good job. You, you won that argument. Very well done. Set you up there. You did. You did. Um, anyway, uh, so nothing else to add. We can move on to the last one here. Yeah, but a nice little date in a boat. Yes, we are. So uh, Hurley wakes up. Jack and Hurley are having a lover's quarrel. I'm going back to the temple. No, you're not. Yes, I am. No, I'm not. Yes, I am. It's this way. It's this way. <laughs> like, I actually really like Do we need the episode. fat guy dreaming of cheese curds? Like, yeah. Come on. <laughs> That's me. I'm thinking of poutine. But I actually I, I actually really like Jack in this episode. I feel like you're not. But just I just love Jack here. He's just like confident Jack. He's just like, we're going back. No, we're not. Yes, we are. No, we're not. Okay, well, I'm going. You can stay if you want to. Like, off he goes. And then they get to that point. It's like, oh, the the temple's this way. It's over here, Hurley. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Like, speaking of which, Michael Fox, any more photos? Matthew Fox, sorry, not Michael Fox. Michael J. Fox, probably photos of him. No photos, but the latest news at the time of recording is that Stan in Australia, um, TV channel, not, not a guy, uh, is going to get Matthew Fox's last light. So Matthew oh. Fox in Australia, Emily Duravan on SBS and Matthew Fox on Stan. And also the time of recording is probably, I think it's gone, but if you go to the Gold Coast Comic Con, you can meet Emily Duravan. Uh, so, oh, what? what are we doing here? 
I was a bit sad that I, I missed out, and I shared the uh, the, the New York Comic Con where you could meet the main girl from Manifest. <laughs> Next best thing. I'm literally thinking this is New York, the capital of the world, and their Comic Con, the biggest person they can get is the lead actress. Like, that's a Hobart Comic Con. <laughs> I went to the Melbourne Comic Con. They got William Shatner and the women from Charmed. I'm thinking, like, well, that was a bigger deal than the lead woman from Manifest. <laughs> I would assume Michael Emerson would go to New York Comic Con. Um, Boone would be there. Come on, Ian Summerholder would go to that. If I if I see a New York Comic Con and Ian Summerholder is up there, I am there. <laughs> I see him over Deborah Messing on Broadway. Um... <laughs> Ian Summerholder on Broadway, I'm there. Oh, and speaking of uh, Ian Summerholder, I sent a picture to Noel of me with a fedora on and he yelled at me. So <laughs> Yeah, not a good one. You'd like to know my friend here who goes off at me for eating well done steak doesn't think I pull off a fedora either. So, um, <laughs> yeah, the more I hear about this uh, woman, the more <laughs> I like her. Uh, anyway, um, so How does she be off like Deborah Mess? <laughs> She's coming to see Deborah Messing with me. So, scratch <laughs> that. <laughs> so they're running through the jungle gotta run through the jungle doo, 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 doo. um and who pops up it's jeff probes i mean it's richard it's tv's richard <laughs> there he is nowhere i love and i love richard in this episode because he's just like i'm going yeah. to the temple would you like to come with me okay <laughs> and then they shove to the black rock i thought we're going to the temple i lied <laughs> 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 I also I also love when um like what does Hurley say to Jack like oh do you trust this guy and I love Jack like well at least he's not stalling it's like whoa snappy Jack oh dick Jack moment I just love Jack this episode I don't know why I'm so on board with Jack uh, speaking on board they're on board the Black Rock um which like this is I talk about how the flash sideways don't really hold up when you know what happens. This is one of those moments where when you know what happens, this actually is better because like, you know, this is basically what spoiler alert, the ship that Richard showed up on. So it's like, cool, here he is. And he's like, what? Oh, have you been here before? Yes, but not for a long time. Ooh, mysterious. Um, and he's even picking up like the chains of like the slave thing. So like, it's like, it's really cool. So, um, and, uh, so Richard's basically like, I lied. We're not going to the temple. Everyone at the temple is dead. Hurley saying like, oh yeah, Jacob told me not to go back there. It was unsafe. And I love how Richard's like, oh, you talk to Jacob. Don't listen to anything he says. That guy's a dick. Um, and so Richard is all like, I'm here to die. We find out that Richard can't kill himself. So he's like, oh, yep. Like Jack, you should kill it for, you should kill me. <laughs> Again, Dick Jack, Richard, uh, Richard is like, oh, can you kill me? Hurley's like, oh, you're not going to do it. It's like, well, if he wants to die, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> Great doctor. <laughs> I want Jack to swear yeah, exactly. But like, I feel like you're not going to like this scene, but I actually really like this scene when uh, they light the fuse on this dynamite and basically Jack's like, I'm staying. Hurley, you go. And Hurley's like, no, I'm going to stay here with you. Great acting from Jorge Garcia. When he's like, no, dude, I'm staying here, you know, with you. And Jack's just like, no, bugger off. Um, so he's like, okay, I'll be outside. Probably like a mile away. Um, and then standoff Jack, like brave Jack, where he's basically like, you know, I was in a lighthouse and Jacob somehow projected the house that I grew up in. And I've got a feeling that Jacob brought me to this island for a reason and he's not going to let me die here with dynamite with you. So let's play this out, is shall we? Is really enough to go on 
for like a hundred year old dynamite is that really the theory we're rolling with jack but i also i like the fact that like richard's so confident that he's not going to die he's just throwing dynamite on the ground this is a dynamite that is totally rightly points out this is killed arts and i was picking off arts off my clothes for the next three days i like that line i want the deleted scene i'm like Ugh, there's his nipple i'm just like flicking it off him um, but I just, I just like this scene and I think like both, uh, actors here are brilliant at it. Like in the way it kind of goes off and it's, it's quite tense. You know, that it's going to kill Jack off. Like I laugh so much. This is, how, this is how Jack dies. <laughs> Boom. Like, whoa, Lost really pulled the wool over my eyes. I wasn't expecting that. Um, <laughs> We're not going to die. Would you, would you honestly not like this season more if that's what they did? Like that'd be a cool plot twist. Like, okay, they did that. I mean, that wouldn't be good, but I can guarantee you people would be talking about that till 12 years on as one of, like, the craziest TV moments. So if they did do that, they would have been remembered forever for it. Yeah, no, I think it'd be cool. But anyway, of course, the dynamite doesn't Then he go wakes off. up and it's Michael Keaton. Yeah. <laughs> I'd watch that. Um, and then it goes out. And so what the question I've got to ask you, so Jack is basically doing this so that Richard will like tell him everything, right? So like, he's basically holding this over Richard's head to say that, um, you're going to come with me now and you're going to like, give me answers. Is that what he's doing here? Or is he just being a dick? Yeah. I, I, it's just Jack being Jack. Um, I, I agree, like, the acting is amazing and it is quite tense and I, I love the lighting and everything for this whole moment. But it is just a bit like, what actually even happened here? Uh, like, was was Arts never one of the candidates? Because he blew up from Dynamite. Um, <laughs> and, like, the, uh, Jacob's dead, so how is this sort of magical power even working now that... It's the, the dynamite would go out. And so I, I love a, a Jack sort of Richard tense moment. I, I do kind of actually agree with you a bit with Jack in this episode that he just doesn't give a shit about anything and that Richard is just like so suicidal, crazy, cuckoo Richard. Um, <laughs> but I, I don't know. It is tense and everything, but looking back on it 12 years on, it's just a bit like, well, what actually was even happening here? It's like, I still feel there's just two levels of it because I kind of contradict myself when I say like, I like this because you know what the Black Rock is if you've watched it. But I also like the mystery of it because like, you've got this whole section where Richard's just basically like, and they're questioning him about like, dude, why don't you look any different from when you did 30 years ago? And he's just like, oh, I, I can't explain it to you. You wouldn't understand. And then the way he just kind of drops and things, he's like, oh, Jacob touched me. He gave me a gift. Like, and you, you know, I, I def- like, Nessa Carbonell is great. Like, uh, this is what, uh, you got to admit, you love this season for Richard. Like, Richard's great this season. You get some good Richard stuff. Richard. It's fantastic. So, like, I love this moment when he's basically, like, going on about how, like, you know, my entire life has been a waste. You know, basically, I was given a gift by Jacob only to be told that it was for nothing. So, like, you can see why Richard is wanting to kill himself here. Um, and, again, this guy can't die. Uh, so, it's, like, I like it. And is this our first Jack and Richard scene? Like, have we had Jack and Richard together before? We must have. Possibly. But, I don't know. Like, it just, it just, it just works. And, like... I get what you're saying because, like, again, trying to pick apart what he's trying to achieve here, probably nothing. Um, but there's just that's, I think, the power of loss. Sometimes it's like even the nothingness, where it's kind of like you're trying to work out what the fuck are they doing. It's so well acted, 
and so well put together that like on you know uh manifest this is laughable <laughs> whereas like on lost it's like you know this is brilliant <laughs> you could have the plot of manifest where it's basically noah's ark uh <laughs> welcome to manifest um and yeah whereas like this is like have this type of acting in manifest and even you're watching manifest so <laughs> yeah, don't watch manifest. The, the acting saves it i'll agree the acting saves it and get nesta carbonell in more things too he doesn't yeah. age he, he doesn't so he, he plays a, a real life person but um yeah I, I like it like and this is the thing like even talking this episode out there's been nothing really that i've criticized like i just think it's a, it's a solid episode like i mean it's it's good so um yeah i don't know if you got anything to add on on that before we look at some of the trivia and move on to our closing bits i mean it is a good scene but i i do like that then jack's conclusion is like well what do we do now like there's no plot left of the, what, this show <laughs> oh we, let's go back to the beach camp <laughs> <laughs> You're uh, like, yeah okay. i always want to be part of your gang <laughs> <laughs> let's go back to where it all started i'm like why but sure why not help <laughs> some with the, the beach with a pen um so <laughs> with this episode ben becomes the fourth character to have a flashback episode a flash forward episode and a flash sideways episode solely on him the others are kate jack and saeed um this is the first episode to have a flash sideways focus around someone who is not on flight 815 in either timeline okay um he, although it is not seen on screen, it appears Miles spoke with dead Paolo and Nikki to learn about the diamonds. The presence of the diamonds at the conclusion of the episode indicates some grave robbing, robbing took place. Yeah, thank you for that. Um, John Grise Grease has played Roger Linus as a young man in 1964, a middle-aged man in 1973 and 77, an older middle-aged man in 1992, and an old man in 2004. This is the longest age range, 40 years. The same actor has played of any naturally aging characters on the show. Okay. Um, uh, this is the first episode to have a flash sideways that doesn't have an appearance or a mention of Jack. Okay. Yeah, it's about time. About time. Um, this is the first time that Hurley has been seen at the beach camp since the beginning of the end. Uh, so what's that? Season four. Okay. Um, and Jack and Hurley are the first main flight 316 passengers who have travelled to re-encounter other main Flight 316 passengers who remained in the present. Lapidus, Ben, and Son. That's a... Yeah, okay. Um, and this is the first time that Josh Holloway, Sawyer, thanks for that, Lostpedia, has been missing for three episodes in a row. This leaves Matthew Fox and Evangeline Lilly as the mm. only actors who have not missed more than two episodes in a row in the series. That's cool. I could have used some Sawyer. Yeah, could have used some Sawyer. That's weird that we haven't seen him for that long. Um, so, uh, oh, and Jorge Garcia confirmed in the podcast, John Wears Jack, Jack's Beard, that he added in Hurley's line where he asked Richard if he's a vampire. Garcia wasn't sure if this line <laughs> would be left in, but to his own surprise, it was. The same podcast also confirmed that the role of Reynolds was written specifically for William Atherton. There you go. They were big dick lost, uh, big, big dick diehard fans. Um <laughs> Uh, the producer stated while neither Paolo or Nikki would not appear in season six, they would instead be given a shout out. Cool. And this is the last time you see arts. You never see arts again after this episode. Oh, Aww. not in the church. No, apparently not. Um, all right. Questions. I mean, why is Widmore there? No, we kind of know that. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we need that. 
do we have anything to do with like Richard? Like, how does he know about the the Black Rock or like? No. Uh, Why can't yeah, he die? Yeah, you could add it if you want. I'm surely we've got that, don't we? I think we've got why doesn't he age? Yeah, um, yeah we're going to get answer in like two weeks. Yeah, but we've done that before. Like we've done, I feel like we've done that before. Um, I swear we've got a Richard. Oh, yeah, Lost 3, Season 3, Episode 20. What is the deal with Richard not aging? Um, okay, so we want to put like uh, how does Richard know the Black Rock? And... Uh, do we want to put how, why can't Richard die? Or why he, he can die. Why can't Richard kill himself? Why can't oh. Richard kill himself? <laughs> Does he need to speak to someone? Cause Jacob touched him. <laughs> Jacob touched me. I, I just want to hear like, dude, are you okay? Like, <laughs> like is everything normal here? Um, I'm buying this episode. I like this episode. It's enjoyable. It's there's nothing wrong oh. with this episode. What like name one thing wrong with this episode besides the acting of Alana? But I don't know. Like it's a solid episode. It's a season six episode of Lost. Like it's, I'm buying it. I don't have any problem with it. Uh, I'm renting it. Uh, oh, you've broken your two. Bins. Not getting three bins in a row. Okay. No, it's enjoyable. Like you can't bend Michael Emerson. Like it is really enjoyable. I think it's the only one I've not bought of Michael Emerson, but I, uh, it's just the teacher stuff I don't love. And it, it's not like this big all time episode, but it's still very entertaining in parts. Um, but I do think it's pretty well liked. So maybe people will agree with it more you than me, but I mean, I still rented it. I would w- happily watch this episode again. According to HollywoodReporter.com, this is ranked 85th overall, uh, to which they simply say, Benjamin Linus is a high school history teacher. It's cute. Um, They have it one spot ahead of The Whole Truth and one spot below SOS. Uh, So that's how they've got it. Yeah, seems fair. I have this at 54th. Um, I've got this one spot ahead of LAX Part 2. And one spot below, Ooh. Hearts and Minds. <laughs> I would rather watch Boone than this episode. <laughs> I seriously think that Hearts and Minds is going to end up in my top half at this rate. <laughs> <No>. Yes. <laughs> Bring it on. Woo. Hearts and Minds. Didn't you say you found your rankings? Uh, ask me again next Okay, sure. Uh, speaking of next week, great segue, Noah Groves. You're good at the. You're good at uh, <laughs> losting. Um, Sawyer's back next week as we go to recon. Now I haven't watched this episode yet. I don't know if I really remember it. Uh, recon. What are we? What are we looking to experience here? Oh, uh, we've got Miles and Sawyer's buddy cops. Oh, and the cop one. The, okay, I like that one. The long-awaited return of Charlotte Lewis. So I look forward to that. Doesn't Sawyer hook up with Charlotte? Yeah, the pairing we've, we've all been waiting six seasons for. Mummy says I can't uh, have chocolates. I hope she says that when she fucks him. <laughs> <laughs> that just got awkward. Um, <laughs> you're welcome. I, yeah, I, I like uh, Sawyer yeah, as a yeah, cop. I mean, it's, yeah, 
Sawyer as a cop. This should be fun. Yeah. Well, come for lawyer. Law- lawyer. Well, that's a, that's the lawyer Sawyer. <laughs> this week. That's why we're missing lawyer Sawyer. <laughs> this week on lawyer Sawyer. I don't know about you, son, but I think he's guilty. <laughs> Freckles, you guilty. <laughs> I want to see that. <laughs> Lawyer Sawyer. Um, listen to our other shows, Breaking Bad, 24, um, other award-winning shows such as Off the Podium uh, and shows that aren't award-winning for reasons, 007, but no one appears in those. Um, good ranking of that title sequence that we hopefully did. Um, mm. uh do all the things that we say at the end join our one patreon and get happy by signing up and uh like and follow and do all those things online uh my name is ben and cheese curds oh <laughs> my, name, my name is Dora also cheese curds thanks for downloading this episode of the oz network Make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing to the podcast by Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or by copying our RSS feed into your preferred podcast provider. And while you're there, please drop us a rating and leave us some feedback. You can also be sure to stay up to date with all the latest episodes and happenings from the show, as well as finding out how you can get involved in upcoming episodes by following our social media pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, as well as getting everything you need under one roof at the network.net thanks again for listening and we'll speak to you next time like exclusive stuff yes sir do you like having access to your favorite podcast host in a way like never before yeah absolutely do you wish you had access to our old survivor oz episodes that you can't find anywhere else online oh yeah if you answered yes to one two or all of those questions then get excited because the oz network is now on patreon That's right, your favourite podcast has jumped on the Patreon bandwagon to enable a better listening experience for you, our listener. For more details, simply head to www.patreon.com forward slash oznetwork where you can sign up for as little as $3 a month. It'll be the best decision you make since that last bad one you made. (laughs)